Greetings. Hey. <laughs> Greetings. Welcome to the Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila. Today is February the 3rd, 2021. It is 11:32 a.m. So yeah. So I am just working. I thought I'd hit you guys up today and just say, what's up, man? Last night was really, I, I wanted to show my rawness to you all because sometimes and show you how, because I was looking at somebody uh, today and I was listening to her. She's a, she's a, she's someone who preaches. Um, I'll put it like that. She's someone who preaches. And she was just like, man, you see these people and they're going in and out and up and down. And one day they're up and one day they're down and, and, you know, they can't keep it, keep themselves together, but I can go through something and be okay. You know, the net, that same day, get up and preach. I can do. And I was just like thinking, good for you. <laughs> you know, not in a way as if I envy her at all, because I don't. I'm looking at her like, good for you. That's good for you. But for someone else who is battling, maybe you saying <clears throat> that you just come out of it easy kind of shames them or makes them feel some type of way. You know, and I'm here. I want to be here for the people who you do have days where you're off. Hey, you're human. You know, I don't suggest any of us staying there. No, but my purpose um, in just recording myself so raw here over, over, you know, the last past, over this whole podcast um, is to just show you that every day is not going to be perfect. And that's okay. Every day, you're not going to get up on the right side of the bed. Every day, you're not going to just feel like gooey, gooey gumdrops and teddy bears. You're not. Some days, it's going to be hard, and that is okay. It's okay. You see how you have to find an outlet. You have to find things that are going to help you when you're feeling those ways, when you're feeling batty, as I put it in the last uh, podcast. You know, believe it or not, you all are my outlet right now. You're my outlet. Um, Talking to you all and just sharing it, it's how I talk my way back up again. Some people don't talk their problems through. Some people can just, okay, I felt down long enough about it, I'm okay now. But others like me... We have to sometimes talk our way through it. And guess what? We don't always have someone to talk about it to. And guess what? We don't always want someone to have any commentary back. You know, sometimes we just need to say it, get it out, then be okay. And that's that's really how I operate. Don't ask me why. I don't know. <laughs> but... That's just it. I want to show you all that some days, 
some days you're going to feel a certain type of way because there are attacks on your life. There are attacks on your destiny and on your purpose and on your assignment that God has given you because the devil does not want you to get to that assignment. He does not want you to get to completion, right? But, but we have to work our way through it. We have to throw the word on that thing. You know, we just, we just got to keep pushing until it breaks through because it's not always going to just be right away. And sometimes I've noticed that sometimes I'll go and I'll start trying to quote the word and different things like that. It just feels like, oh my God, why is it, it's not breaking as easy as, as before. You know, sometimes it's harder to break and I'm just like, oh my goodness, you know, come on, please break, you know, um, but sometimes it's going to take a little bit more praying. Sometimes it's going to take it because sometimes the attacks are a bit stronger than than the last or you pass that with flying colors okay let me put some more pressure on you you know devil starts let me let me put more pressure on her okay she didn't break under that okay let me let me let me push her harder you get what i'm saying so you know and god will allow us to be tested sometimes because he wants to see our growth you know um so yeah so y'all last night that was just like uh, uh, i didn't like it you know what I mean? Didn't like it. But did you see how I came out of that in the end? You have to get to a point where you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. You've got to encourage yourself, y'all. You have to get to that point where you're just like, okay, like, what's up? Nobody's around. Let me see what, hey, let me, hey, it's me and God. Me and God against the world, you know. Um, so yeah, uh, find a journal, start journaling, do something, but get it out. Don't let it stay in there, cause get letting it stay in there is when it becomes toxic. You know what I mean? And that's what I'm discovering in this in this uh, journey. And if y'all hear me clicking and the mouse and everything, know that that's what I'm doing. I'm working. Um, I think I already. I think I might have already said that, but just wanted to say it again in case it was irritating somebody. But, um, yeah, y'all, um, what was I saying? <laughs> but, yeah, you, you, you've got to find ways to, to come out of it. And me writing this book and God, you know, I didn't understand why he was telling me to write it out. Like, write it out, you know, because in, in this writing, it's causing me to release it. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm releasing it. It's not just staying pent up inside of me. It's being released. You know, that's that's the current that it's being released in. That's the flow. It's getting released there. You know what I mean? So it's just like, y'all, uh, we just got to do whatever it takes to get our freedom, to tap into it, you know? And so, so yeah, so when God told me to write it out and I started writing it out, you know what I mean? I started noticing things that were left inside of me that had not been dealt with yet. And therefore, since it, since it hadn't been dealt with, then it was just sitting up in me rotten. You know what I mean? And when something rots in you, nothing good comes from anything rotten, right? Nothing good comes from it. So we have to find ways 
to let it go and let it out of us. Even our natural body function, our bodily function, it releases waste out of our body at some point. We don't need it anymore, but if it were to stay inside of us, if we didn't have bowel movements and do certain things for things to come out of us, it would stay inside of us and it would become poisonous to us because it's waste, it's no longer needed. You get what I'm saying? So we have to find ways to cope and to release. So we're not sitting around with things inside of us that are and just hoarding them. Have you ever seen a hoarder as well? Hoarders, they, they just keep everything. I might need this, I might need it for something. Oh, we're gonna keep this, oh, I just, you know, and they don't get rid of anything. And, and, and it becomes a danger for them so their own life style becomes a danger to themselves because, you know, no one can live under a certain amount of filth. It will begin to poison you. It will begin to make you sick. And it's the same way with our emotional baggage. We have to at some point release things because if we do not, it becomes hazardous to us hazardous to ourselves, poisonous to ourselves. So in this book, I am I am being able to release things. Through this podcast, I'm I'm being able to release things and come out of it and be like, you know what? Hey, it's hey, you know what? It's not that important to hold on to this. Let me just let me just let it go. Where's the where's the, let me let me let me just sack up all of this trash. Let me sack up all this trash and and, and take it to the dump. Cause it's you know holding on to it you know, just in case I need it later to say, oh, but remember when you did this to me? No, for what? Why are you hoarding bad memories? Why are you hoarding them just in case you need them later to bring them back to someone else and say what, what, what a person's done to you or anything? You know, and the thing about it is with me, you know, like I was saying on my last podcast, I want to kind of go into um, what I was saying on my last podcast. So there's no misunderstandings. Um, But yeah, I I mentioned being raped. You know what I mean? And that's something it, it, it. I don't know if I said it out loud before, like said it as 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 such a big word as rape I've said violated before you know what I mean um but when I was telling you know this friend of mine when I was telling him about you know that experience and what had happened to me um and I use the word rape it just broke me down in a way that it never had before you know it was me realizing yes Naila this happened to you and just because you put a little uh, a word a word on it that that doesn't sound as bad doesn't mean that this did not happen to you you know so when I put that more easier more digestible word on it 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 didn't have this it didn't the impact that it had on me and then I just kind of tuned it out and I never really dealt with it and so that's the things that I was kind of going batty over I started thinking about that you know um and like I was saying you know there was a conversation and and an apology that I have been kind of wanting or needing not necessarily realizing that I needed it until it took place but 
that it needed to happen 24 years ago. And I didn't realize that, you know, which you're not going to be able to get an apology from every single person that's done you wrong. Some people have died. Some people have moved on. You know what I mean? But when someone can come back and they can apologize and acknowledge, hey, you know what? There was nothing ever wrong with you. I didn't reject you because you weren't good enough. I rejected you because of what I was going through in that in that time frame and, and me not thinking that I was good enough at that time or trying to find something that's good enough, you know, to make me feel good enough. You get what I'm saying? And so a lot of times when we experience uh, rejection, it's not that it's not necessarily that we're not good enough. Sometimes it's, 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 it's something that they're dealing with themselves, you know, and I'm just starting to realize that, 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 that all the rejection that I've had in my life, um, because I try to really be good to people and treat people the way that they would want, that I would want to be treated. So when I'm rejected, it really hurts. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, I went out of my way to really try to be good to you, you know, and then you still rejected me. You took advantage of my kindness and you just dropped me, you know what I mean? With no explanation, with, with no nothing, you know, and, and I've had so many people come back and tell me in the end, you didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't anything wrong with you. You were good to me, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, I was just dealing with some things, you know, and, and that, that right there, it, it, it feels good to hear and it, it, re it, it helps me release, you know, okay, well, all right, you know, helps me release it. Um, but sometimes we're not going to get that. Sometimes we're not going to get someone coming back and saying, Hey, it was nothing wrong with you. It was me. We have to just realize, you know, um, I did what I could in that instance in that situation and we have to find worth in ourselves and we have to stop trying to convince others of our worthiness you get what I'm saying we have to stop doing that um, because you know it's like if they never find worth in you if you're trying to convince someone that you're good enough and that you're worth it and they never find worth in you then what does that what is that gonna do for you what is it going to do for you? It's going to cause you to go into a place of, of deferred hope. You know what I mean? Deferred. You're going to, and, it, and it makes the heart grow sick is what the word of God says. Hope deferred makes the heart grow sick. So if you're sitting around hoping that someone will see your worth and they never do, it's going to cause you to grow sick in some type of way, you know, um, rejected and and whatever, it's going to cause you to feel that, you know, so we have to stop, you know, thinking that just because somebody else doesn't see worth in us that we're worthless, or someone else's actions in rejecting us uh, causes us to just always walk through life expecting rejection from each person that comes into our lives, but, um, and that's what I'm, I'm realizing that I've that I've just gotten used to it. And that's, it's just not okay. It's not okay to just sit around and just say, oh, well, I'm just the one that people reject and that's okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. Um, but we have to, we have to encourage ourselves. We have to uh, understand our worth. We have to find our worth in 
our worth uh, is in Christ. We have to find that worth um, because I can see how any one of us can feel worthless in our own in our own strength, in our own fleshly bodies. Yeah, you know, we're inadequate in ways. We're flawed in ways. But when we allow God, you know, or Jesus Christ to come and put his super on our natural, we become worth it. You get what I'm saying? We become worth it. And so, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just in a place where that's what I'm doing. I'm finding my worth. If, 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 if my husband never finds worth in me, if he never, ever in life, ever again sees me as someone who's worthy, you know what I mean? Or someone who's, who's good, or if he never sees the good that I put out, then I'll see it in myself through Christ. You get what I'm saying? Any of us can look at our, our lives and say we're worthless in some kind of way, shape, or form. If we were to really search, we could say that in our flesh. But when we allow Jesus Christ into our lives and we allow him to work through the things that cause us to be unworthy, y'all, so he has redeemed us from so many things. He took on so many things on that cross. Right, he took on worthlessness. He he took on mental illness. He took on all these things on the cross for each one of us. He had each one of us in mind. He had you in mind. So we have to go back and we have to say, Well, God never rejected me. He didn't reject me. He he went out of his way to get me back. And if that's not y'all, ah, uh, y'all. That is the ultimate. Like, you know, I was having a conversation with God today, and I'm like, you know, with all the rejection that I've had in my life, all these people rejecting me, rejecting me, rejecting me. No, no. Closed door, closed door. God, I don't know what. If you rejected me, it would be worse than all the rejection in the world. Any, even the rejection I've never received before that I could possibly receive. Being rejected by you would be so like devastating <laughs> like like eternally devastating i don't want to be rejected by you god so let me make sure that i'm right in your eyes because once once we die off this earth it's it's all this other stuff that that mattered on earth is not gonna matter wherever we choose to spend eternity. And yes, it is a choice. God don't throw you in hell because he feels like it. Because he doesn't want any of us to, to perish. He doesn't want any of us to die and go to hell. But it is our choice. He is a loving father, right? And parents have to sometimes do things to their children that they don't want to do, you know? It hurts them to do it. It hurts them to see it. But at some point, we have to allow our children to face the consequences, you know? And that's what God is doing in that moment. He's allowing He's allowing you to, um, to, to go through the consequence of your choice, you know? Because we can teach our, our children all day, every day, what is right, what is wrong. And they can still go out here and act a monkey nut fool. And end up, you know what I mean, 
in a bad situation because it was their choice. It was their choice. You know, so what we have to do is we have to we have to obey him so we're not rejected overall. Who cares? Like at the end of the day, none of this reject none of this. Your wife, your husband, whoever rejecting you is not going to matter when you get to heaven. Now they're going to have to answer for it when they get to judgment. They are going to have to answer for it. But right now, it's not my responsibility of how someone treats me. That that's not it. I I have no I have no power over how someone else chooses to treat me or if someone chooses to reject me or forgive me or not forgive me. I have no control over that. But what I do have control over is myself. And so I try, I try with all my heart to treat people the way I want to be treated. Am I always successful at it? No. Heck no. Who, who's perfect on this earth? Nobody. I know I'm not perfect. I strive for it, but I'm not in any ways, shape, or form perfect. So there's been times where I've fallen short of that and haven't treated people the way that I feel like I would want to be treated. And in the end, I regretted it you know, but we have to just, we, we, we got to get to a point y'all where we make the choice. We can, we can make a choice not to be rejected. And that, that way is through Christ living through living, living a life that reflects Christ, right? That's how we go through and make sure we're not rejected. Because in the end, all these rejections that are happening on earth is not going to matter when we're dead and gone. When these bodies are dead and gone, where is your, is your um, eternity going to be spent? That's what we need to concentrate on. Bump all this stuff. Ain't no marriage in heaven, y'all. And yes, I'm speaking incorrect language. Ain't no. Ain't no. <laughs> Ain't no marriage in heaven. This should not be our end-all be-all. It should not be the only thing that we concentrate on. Our walks with Christ is more important than any, any of these relationships on earth. They pale in comparison. They don't even get on the same level in comparison. So we have to focus on what's important because when we sit and we look at our situation, when, we're, when we sit and we look at who rejected us, when we sit and we think of who did us wrong, who, who, who raped us, who left us, who hit us, who abused us, who said this about us, when we get caught up in that, then yeah, y'all, we're not going to go too far. We're going to end up going crazy. And suicide and everything else set in. We cannot allow ourselves to get so caught up and so stuck in earthly things. We need to be building our mansion through our actions. We need to be building our mansions in heaven. We need to be building that stuff in. And, and really, huh, y'all... I know people talk about these mansions and crowns and all this different stuff. I will be happy just to be at his feet. And that's not me just trying to, that's not me. Y'all, I just want to, can I make it in? Oh, Jesus, can I make it in? I don't want to be rejected by him, y'all. Bump that. 
bump that. It ain't that serious. I cannot afford to hold a grudge on my husband, on anybody who's done me any type of way. I cannot afford it. You can reject me all you want, but I don't want to be rejected by the Most High. That's where I'm at. Because I'm, I'm fed up with people. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just being honest with y'all. I'm just y'all. When that song by by uh by uh 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 what's his name Jonathan McReynolds came out, deliver me from people. I know you said you can heal me from anything, God, but what about people? Deliver me. Hey y'all, when I tell y'all, whee, I don't want to be rejected by the Most High God. Bump what you think about me. Bump that. You're not that important at the end of the day to make me miss out on what God has for me. It's not that serious. Yes, my flesh wants eagerly to be to, to not go through a divorce. But guess what? I'm I'm not gonna sit around here and be in pride anymore. I don't really know what's gonna happen. And yes, I know I always looked at my life and said, I'll never do that. I don't want to go through no divorce. I'm willing to do whatever God needs me to do. And that's not me saying I'm giving up or whatever else. But guess what? If it goes down that rabbit hole, if it goes down like that, I'm not going to sit around here and, 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 and get caught up in bitterness. I'm not. I'm not. It's not worth it. No. Even being in this, in this, in this, in this separation, I've gotten so angry at times to where I've gotten caught up in what well, he did that. I don't appreciate him just abandoning me after he had said for better, for worse, and ever, and forever, and till you know what I mean. He said he'll be with me till death, and that Negro is still alive walking around here. Come on. Come on, you liar. You, <laughs> you are a liar, liar, pants on fire. <laughs> Shoot. Y'all. Y'all, we cannot afford. Let me turn this little heater off. We cannot afford. Oh, Jesus, I feel this. I feel this. Take these glasses off. I feel this. We can't afford uh, to be caught up in unforgiveness. God forbid any of us ever die and don't make it in. Bump that. I don't want to be rejected by him. I could care less if anybody rejects me on this earth. How about that? That's how we need to get. That's how we need to get. I don't care. Whatever. Okay. You didn't see worth in me. That's on you. You don't like me. You hate me. Well, that's murderous talk, according to the Bible. So that's on you. You carry that to your judgment day. But as far as me, as far as I'm concerned, I got to forgive you, brother. Love you. That's how we have to be, y'all. Because going to hell, because this person rejected us and we're mad about it, it's not worth it. It's so not worth it. It's so not worth it. It's so, I, can I say it again? Can I say it again? It's so not worth it. 
Who cares? Who cares? I know, we care. But we got to stop caring so much to the point where it hems us up and causes us to miss out on what God has for us, which is everlasting life. There's no marriage in heaven, so why are we concentrating on it? Ah, oh, I just want to make it in. Oh, God, I just want to make it in. I don't want you to reject me. Oh, Jesus. Your spouses, if they walked away and they left you and they're acting all ugly and they're not, they're walking in unforgiveness and whatever else, that's for them to deal with. They got to deal with that. God's going to get them. Vengeance is the Lord's, not yours. It's not yours. Vengeance is the Lord's. You go on. You sit there and you you be faithful. Do what you got to do. You be you be faithful over a little, and God will make you faithful. He'll 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 give you much. You get what I'm saying? If you're faithful over the little, you got to be faithful. You have to be righteous. You have to stand upright, y'all. You don't go and 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 deliver evil for evil. You don't do that. It's not my job to make my husband see my worth. It's not my job to condemn him. It's not my job. It's not my job to even say what he's what 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 he deserves because of it. It's that's not my that's not my job, y'all. It's not your job. It's not our jobs to put anybody in heaven or hell. It's God who decides what happens to that person. Let God have them. Let God deal with them. You get what I'm saying? We have to let go. We have to let go and let God. Let God have it. You know what I mean? I'm not saying just go and, you know... Uh, divorce and do all this different stuff and make hasty decisions I'm not saying that but what I am saying is you have to let go and back up and concentrate on your relationship with God so you don't get the ultimate rejection that ultimate rejection is no coming back from that so yeah so all right I am going to get off of here because my son is back from lunch and he is doing school from home just like I'm doing work from home and his laptop is about to come back on so I am going to get out of here I just wanted to come and encourage you all to just stop being worried about stop being worried about the rejection that you are that you have received on this earth and, and, and make sure that you're in right standing so you're not ultimately rejected. All right? Until next time, you guys. Peace. Have a wonderful day. Have Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.